it might just be so, something where like he he has to get the best ending like so maybe him the, working for the castle isn't what this world wants him to do yeah okay all right i see where you're going with it i feel like yours might be more credible than mine's Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies the Shop. I am your host, Sinji. With me, my co-host, as always, Herb Bay. What up? Hey, how you doing today, Herbie? I'm swell. Swell. It's good how are you doing today? Hmm? I'm tired, man. Yeah, me too, dog. I me am too. tired. And you you mixing up my days don't help be helping me. I'm like, is today Friday? Nah. Do I gotta come in tomorrow? Shit. Shoot. Sometimes it just happens that way. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right. But yeah. Alright, guys. As always, flavor of the week. My flavor is... I can't even talk about my flavor too much, but it is straight out of Tower of God. And without giving away too much, let me just say, that boy Bam... He, he's something else. Dude. Mm. He, he, that, that boy's a problem, man. Yeah, I say, um, my flair of the week, I'm gonna go with Finna. And it was the part where, uh, I forget the, the, the Anne is her name, I think, the, the pirate captain. She was like, she, she holds Finna at like night point and, the colonel's like, uh, let her go. And she's like, we both know you don't have the balls to shoot me. And he goes, bam. And shoots off a piece of her hair. Sick. And he's like, the next time I'll hit you. And then she's like, oh, okay. He means business. So. That's my flavor. We'll get into that more as uh, the episode progresses. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, you want to start it off? off with a little tower of god yeah i'll start off with a tower of god a tower of betrayal <laughs> so this episode starts off with bam falling and they go into like a flashback of his old 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 cave where he's having a nightmare and rachel wakes him up and they talk and they discuss about going to a mountain and Rachel says the chosen ones live beyond the cave light. So Bam, for some some reason, he thinks that he's committed a sin. That's why he he's living in the cave. Don't know why. But it's, it's weird. He's like, I must have committed a sin in, in some life or something. I don't know. It's weird. But then he we find out that he considers Rachel his light and angel. And then flash forward to Bam falling. And... I believe Beta catches him and stuff. And then Kun comes up with a plan to get on the train. So then we find out that Daniel Hathchild wants to bring back Rowan back to life. And that's why he's continuing up the tower. And then Rachel's group is finally on the hell train. And the Revolutionary Road has a long history of the Ten Families. And people's lives is altered after they walk it. 
And then they flash back to the tournament that's still going on. And people are still competing, though they don't, they have no idea the train already left. My man Bam is still knocked out. And then they find out that there is a way to catch up to the hell train. And they have to pass a test on the floor to catch up. And then my man Kun with the ultimate plan, he had stabbed uh, Wang Nan and Yeon and the hearts with the blade and then chucked it on the train and the power dissipates the further away you get. So they just rematerialize back on the train. So yeah, that that was big brain move. I didn't see that one coming up. And yeah, just Kun for him is, to, um Kun is master planner, dog. Yeah, just for him to like come up with that like the sheer moment of of what was going on was pretty good. Big brain move. And then they go down and regroup with Rack and find out that um, that Bam is actually supposed to become like one with the thorn. Like that's why I saw outside of his body because he doesn't have complete control and he can break apart if he uses too much and he's not whole with the thorn. So and then we find Kun's plan is to mobilize the train and then get on it. Bam is still, uncon still unconscious, and in this unconscious state, he's talking to the red Powerball. And the Powerball gives him power. He's like, oh, you take my power, whatever. Or he was searching for power. And then the rest of the group agrees to work with each other because they fear that the guy, Daniel, is trying to wake up Hoaquin, the Slayer nominee's bad news. Then Kun calls a someone to help stop the train but then he also has to pay a price and then Wang Nan and Yeon actually are let go of the spell on the train and then Kun goes meets his contract and then he's doing reconnaissance and hears rumors about the train it's been a month since the train actually departed then they split into two teams uh, Akka and and Boro I believe have already passed the test and Kun comes back and tells uh, people to the information he gathered and apparently Ho Hoa Quinn is nowhere to be found like he does not exist and and some for some reason Kun's been dissing with Bam but Bam now knows that Kun tried to kill Rachel and then we get into uh, a series of events where Kun's you see like Bam's growth and it comes like I don't think we'll ever be able to catch up with him. Yeah. But they're a trio, so like you know, yeah. they they have to get some sort of uh, fucking upgrade. Yeah, and then uh, he kind of also wants to stabilize Bam too. So and then we start with the game, <laughs> it's attack and defense, and my man Rax just going ham, messing up the other team. Bam still hears the voice. He's hearing voice in his head. I think he's schizophrenic. But uh, <laughs> the voice kind of tells him that, like, he he's like, oh, I know you want more power. And so. And one of the one of the test takers is able to, like, cloak their presence, and they try to attack Bam, but Bam hits Ultra Instinct. He just goes, wham, and knocks the guy out. And... They fight someone from the Hindu family that has great defensive power. 
my man Bam's alter instinct is just kicking in. He's like, I don't even know how I'm doing this. I'm just doing it. And then they say Bam's like the ultimate fisherman. And then Bam proceeds to defeat the rest of the team. And afterwards, he faints. And then so... My man's got a power see, fever. Yeah. And then we see... Uh, Zai Zai's sister, the rabbit lady. And for some reason, I, I picked this up that... That Rack calls Khan White Turtle now, for some reason. Yeah, White Turtle, Blue Turtle, Sneaky Turtle. Khan's had a yeah. couple names. Yeah. I don't know if that's a subtle change. Yeah. So, and then Rack says I'm about burning the other team to, to fight. And then Bam goes to fight Zai Zai's sister in Ultra Instinct. He beats her and then loses consciousness again. And Jin Sung's teacher comes up to check on him. And we find out that Hoa Quinn separate his body in different parts on the train and um, they're about to get to the first part and Wang Nan and Yeon are staking out Hori Yeon's position they also figure out that there's a day and night on the train and you must pass through a certain amount of sections every day and they think something's off because Hori Yeon should be able to skate and then they have to play Sudoku to get to the next the next uh, train car and they have to do this because the path changes at night and there's like a limited number of paths on the train and enemies come out at night enemies come out at night um, <laughs> and then so Rachel's people plan on using Horion to solve the puzzle because she's a, a guide and Daniel I think he's in love with Rowan because he says the world without her is meaningless and Jinsung tells Kun's group to slow down, not to worry about the train, because like, you if it's who I think it is, you're not gonna have a chance. And then magically, Bam wakes up and says, "He can't wait. I have to go after Rachel." Lady, lady, lady. And then they get Rachel group gets to the door and they confront a giant who uses destructive sentry breath, and hurrying on guides them to victory. Tough by kicking them in the testicles. Which I was like, dang, that's that's a uh, kind of hurts. Um, then Horion and Rachel has a moment where they're talking, and she's like, "These people are way out of your your league, Rachel." And she's like, "That's okay, because I I want stronger teammates anyway." I'm like, "Wow, you cold-hearted person." Mm -hmm. So she says, "She'll find puppets." And I Harcum feel like would be... the biggest flaw in this story is Rachel. Rachel is a, in, a huge flaw because, like, she knows how strong Bam is and, like, how jealous of his power that she is. But, like, she also knows Bam would fucking follow her to the ends of the earth. Like, why aren't you... You could have just stayed on Bam's side the whole time. But you, you also think about it, too... It's like trials and tribulations because by her going up the tower without him and him chasing up the tower after her, he has to overcome obstacles and be stronger and such. Well, yeah, so, for him, but like he would have done that for her to get her to where she wanted to be. 
Yeah, but but it's it's kind of it's kind of it's just like a, the plot. That's the way the plot has to be. He needs to chase after her with like reckless blindness. So that's how it has to be. Proceed. So she wants uh, Ho Quinn to be her first thorn, and then there's a mysterious man in white, and we find out that man is Ho Quinn. And the gods have filthy blood for some reason. Don't know why that is. It's weird. They didn't explain it. They just said filthy blood. So. So then. They say Hoquin is the epitome of evil. It's 600 years ago. Boro and Daniel Hatchild. Uh, they were on the train. We found out Daniel was a scout. Boro is a fisherman. Aqua Williams is a defender. And. Sachi Faker is a wave controller, and Rowan Yua is a light bearer, which I did think Sachi's resemblance kind of looks like Horion. You think so? A little bit, just the red hair. Hmm. Like, they could be of the same the same family. Um, but, yeah, so then we found out that Daniel likes Rowan, and they're all friends once upon a time, and Horikon isn't actually... The guy's real name and Rowan when they when they met him they give he gave Hoquin a, a tongue lashing and he wants to be a slayer to regain his power and take back his throne that he lost Horquin and then somehow Rowan killed a guy because Horquin made it set up like that yeah pretty bad and then Horquin has the deep souls and Ying Wangnan open the door and they were in for a surprise, boy. Shoot. The whole crew just looking at him like, oh, who are these scrubs? And they're like, oh, I know we've been followed. And then and then Hoquin like cuts through Wangnan's arm. Like partially. And then Rack uh flashed to Rack's team. He stay wanna fight someone. He stay ready all star boy. No, then... it could just be me and how much I'm into this fucking webtoon. But do you almost feel like with the color that you can kinda like just you. like you watched it instead of read it? No, it's just you. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, so so then um I kind of peeped this out that like when I said Geo the old Grace, like there's a flicker of like recognition with Poe Quinn, and that concludes it. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. What so. are your thoughts, Irby? I don't know. I feel like Rachel is terrible. A cunt. Yeah, she's pretty bad. I also feel like um. Bam's uh idiot. But yes. hey, you need a stupid pr- protagonist. He's simp. Um, He's simping for Rachel. Then I also feel like someone's gonna get messed up. It's probably time for someone to die here soon. Damn. That's just the way it goes, man. Demon Slayer did it. Um Yuji uh Jujutsu Kaoshin did it. Pretty much any time uh, character growth need to happen, someone need to die. You know, they kill my boy Ace off. 
So we don't talk about that. A. No, guys, it. I have a friend who's currently watching One Piece, and um, the reels on Instagram spoiled Ace's death for her, and she's actually really close to that arc. So like, she was really upset, and she was actually crying. She didn't even see the death. She's just the reel was character's last final words and he was the literal last person on the reel and it was just him saying thank you for everyone that went out to save him before he died but like she didn't see the scene she didn't see him actually die she just heard the last words and then she started crying and was just like ah oh, you got so close you spoiled it for yourself yeah but on brighter news um I have officially, unofficially finished chapter two of my show. I, I'm just going to call it because I don't think I can, by definition, call it an anime. It's not made in Jap Japan. And I don't really want to call it a cartoon. I don't know what to call it. So I'm just going to call it a show. Call it an animated feature. I was just gonna, yeah, I was gonna call it animation or some shit. Yeah. So. But yeah, I was gonna pick a, uh, you know, flavor from from that, but it's like, no, I can't spoil the people. What a flavor from. What. My shit. From the reading, yeah. You read it? Bullshit. No. Yeah, yeah I, I know you read, read it, it, motherfucker. But I, if I did, I would be like, yo, y'all got to check this out when they get out there. Got it a whole week ago. I did. It's all right. The version you have has been updated anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's all right. So, where are we moving forward to? Um. Shit. That's a great question. Yeah. I guess we can do... Which, which did you enjoy more, Fena or ReZero? I enjoyed them both equally. I enjoyed ReZero more, so let's do Fena first. Okay. That's how you feel. Although I, I am starting to enjoy Fena a lot more. It's yeah. it's picking up for me. Okay, so this installment of uh Fena the One Piece Pirate this week. Um The Pirate Princess. Oh, oh, my bad, Pirate Princess. Uh, so, well, this episode is Finna, the Pirate Princess, um, the Mystery of the Stone. So it starts off by giving a choice of a blue water or a storm cloud in a dream. And then she wakes up and they start heading to Dresden. And Yukimaru and Finna have like a spat about her being reckless and putting other people in danger, yada, 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 you know, the usual stuff. Then Finna asks Shitan to train her in weapon use. So they start off, you know, the montage. She tries a bow. Doesn't go very far. Then she goes to to switch the guns with Karen. But he's like, yeah, I knew you wasn't going to be able to do that. So that was just for giggles. And then he starts getting ready to teach her Kenjutsu, the art of sword play. And then he, he, he kind of made fun of Sabaki because he's like, oh, Sabaki's the closest to your level, skill level, so you should start training with him. <laughs> so 
That was, that was funny. But then we get a backstory of why Shitan doesn't, why he chose the bow and why he did that because he was running out in front of Yuki Morrow with the sword and getting clapped up and had to be saved by him. So he he decided to pick up the bow so he could watch Yuki Morrow's back. So that was interesting. Yeah. I then... just love how, like, after that moment, you just see a montage of her getting up. And she wasn't even, she isn't even training with the same person. She's training with everyone, with everything. Yeah. I was like, this girl is going to know how to use everything and probably will use everything against one person by the end of the season. Yeah. That is my prediction. What's, what's that saying? Um, Jack of all trades, master of none, but still is better than a master of one. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's, that's, that's debatable. The it's, it's the same. I've heard about the first half. I didn't hear about that last bit. Yeah, well. When you get a chance, look it up, sir. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about. But um, but yeah, so then she talks about how how Chitan is so relaxed around women. I think she's trying to insinuate um insinuate that Yukimaro is not relaxed. But yeah. So yeah, we discussed the training. And then with everyone, and then Yukimaru leaves her food to eat. And then they go to the village to get some answers. And we find a blonde woman, Arya. And she says, oh, she's like, oh, we know what that stone is. Like, I can get, I can take you somewhere where you can get some answers. And she takes them to her, was it father or grandfather? I think it was grandpa. It, yeah, I think, no, yeah, I think it was her grandfather. Yeah, so then she all she's all in one man, Yukimaru. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. And Yukimaru's just like, okay. Yeah. And she she's really feeling him. And Finn is getting jealous, boy. Ooh-ooh. All types of jealous. Yeah, and then Chitan says that one was sneaking to Mark Yukimaru's bed if they stay tonight. <laughs> and Finn gets kinda upset. And she's like, How do you know? He's like, I know women. So um. Then we they they reach the place and area means uh, a favor for Yukimaro, and it's to hone a sword, and he hones it for the old man at the at the place, and then they find out on the stone is etched D three seven five six. It's invisible for most people if you don't know where to look though. But the stone doesn't originate from the island. It actually comes from France in 1736, and La Pucelle d'Orleans was part of it. And also, Joan of Arc was commissioned by Joan of Arc. But the kicker is, Joan of Arc's been, she's burned at the stake in 1431. Allegedly. Allegedly, who knows? So that concludes the episode, and then we get coordinates. So it starts off why um, I think it's Kai and the old man Yushi, Yushki, I think, or something, something like that, and and they're 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 talking about people in question, like someone's under a spell or something, and they're like, oh, Shitan trusts deeply in Yukimaro, but they're like they're trying to figure out who's actually under the spell. 
to swear the, the witch. So we also find that Kai is Shitan's brother. And then they go off to France. And then the Ant Pirate catches up. And they reach this, this cavern, um, tunnel kind of thing. And they now, break through some boards, but I feel like it was boarded up for a reason. Like, you should maybe find one that was already opened, but that's just me. Did you notice if Fena's hair got longer, or did she... It did. It got longer, right? Yeah. It's Her hair is probably... Okay. I feel like they might have cut her hair to signify how much time they're spending on their travels. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they gave like exact time timing of stuff because they never said like, "Oh, weeks pass" or two weeks pass" or anything. But I think uh, hair does grow at like one, what five millimeters uh, a month or something. So they've probably been on at least six months. I don't know, but then they encounter a mass of bones and in, in the trench and. Then I gets in a trance, and she she's like, "Oh, I'm picking this way or that way." Like she knows where to go now. And then flash to the the Ant Pirates, and they are they are trying to catch up to them. And the one girl, they're like, "Mary, which way did they go?" And then like, they're like, "Oh, they went left." And she's like, okay, we're going right, <laughs> which I thought was funny because they don't trust her, or or it might just be like a character flaw where she's terrible directions Might she be just zoro. always picks the wrong spot yeah but the opposite is always correct so it's like zoro uh then then everyone else notices the change of finna and then you find out that she's been there before and she leads them to the vault and then she does the correct sequence of pressing into blocks and they reach a cavern where they find a table with the glass stones and finna puts her stone in and they find numerals then somehow Fenna always goes and gets separated like a little damsel in distress and she gets captured and then we they the pirates come in and they try to get the information and they make her throw the weapons down because they're going to kill Fenna but they're looking for El Dorado and that's what they think the coordinates are that, that they picked up on from the stone and then we found out the goblin gang wiped out 3,000 soldiers in a blink of an eye so they're pretty pretty crucial and then but then they made it seem like it's not that goblin gang like this happened a long time it, ago but these guys be, could uh, be just as bad well if you if you pass down the, the tools of the trade and like the lineage then it it's like that um like each generation could be better than the next because they had uh, you, you, you was it Yushi or the old man? He was talking to Key, and he was like, "You think Yukimura is stronger than you?" He's like, "I don't know. We'll have to cross blades to see for sure." Mm-hmm. So it could be. And then the Ant Pirates blow up the entrance to the cavern, Mm-mm-mm. and then so we 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 start with mutiny on the Blue Giant. So the Colonel shows up to take custody of. Finna and calls her his princess. And then flash back to the cave with Yuki Morrow's crew and they find some unused explosives and they rig it up to blow up the top of the ceiling and then float to the, the surface, which is kind of cool. Very resourceful. 
Yes. And so we find out that uh, La Pucille is Finna's mother. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the Goblin Gang is actually looking for a long-lost tre- treasure. And they have a Kusanagi sword that's supposed to have been powerful to them. Did you notice, when they came out from the water, did you notice Yukimaru had his nose and his mouth still in the water? Yeah. Like, I was I, like, okay, Yukimaru, I get your piss, but you still need to breathe. Yeah, I, I was like, what is he doing? But anyhow, um... So that happened, and turns out turns um turns out Finn is the key to reaching Eden, and they 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 have a little talk on the ship, and and Yukimaru wants to go get her, and that, but uh, Shitan's like you can't we'll be branded traitors like this could just go back because our mission was just to get the the information. And he's like no, I'm not leaving her. So he's under control of the witch. And yeah, then, Yukimaru don't care about nothing but being with Fano right now. Yeah, he said something about being in looking to look in her eyes when he when he left her ten years ago and the fear or whatever. He's like, I I don't want to leave her again like that. So so then we find our keys dispatched to meet them. Yeah, but then we uh, go back to another ship and Fennel looks fucking fine, all blushing in the arms of the fucking colonel. Yeah. So Who the who the like, hell is the one that's being witched here? <laughs> Yeah, and then the pirate captain. Um, before that, she she tries to befriend a boy named Cody because um, because she she just wants someone to talk to, and Cody tells her it's not possible to get the, the what is the the snow the snow sky or um the clear sky with the stormy clouds at the same time some uh, shit the, like that the blue yeah the blue water or the storm cloud and he's like you just got to give up on one of them. And then so, that happens. Flash to a part in, and then the one girl was like, "Oh, can I keep this necklace? This this around her neck, whatever." And so she like flips into a tizzy, and she goes to confront Fenna. She's like, "Why do you have this necklace? This necklace was from, from Abel." And da 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 da. It flips out, starts beating her up, and then drags her to the front. It's like, "You're not taking me serious." But she she kicked poor Cody. Kicked him through the door, and then kicked the man while he was down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, tr- so I don't she... trust anyone that boats. So I don't really care. Yeah, so then um, they get they get to up top, and this is when she's like, "Oh, I'm just looking for answers," and all the soldiers and colonels there, and she's like, "We both know you don't have the balls to shoot me," and he shoots her, and he's like, "Next one, you won't miss." And then so she shoves Fenner at him and he catches her and then picks her up in his arms and he's like, something, something. Get the hell out of my sight. Yeah, get out. So so the pirate lady leaves and he takes her to his special room and shows Fenner that La Pucille is her actual mother. End scene. Yeah, it was solid. The... Three episodes were solid. The story picked up. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. So, yeah. That's good. I wish this had a thousand episodes, though. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> damn. You know damn nah. well. 
Yeah, damn well. You don't want any anime to have a thousand episodes. Yeah, I don't I don't see this one being longer than three, maybe four seasons at most. That's fine. I, I don't see it lasting more than two seasons. Yeah, I'll say three at most if you stretch it out. Or or if you do ten episode seasons, then yeah. Three to four. Mm, true. Yeah. But it's good. I like Finna. It's it's action enough or quirky enough to be funny still, so But on to re zero. Sir. Yeah. It took Subaru, before we um go into because you write the more detailed notes about episodes and things like that. It took Subaru dying three times to figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah. Also, for the record, I was wrong last week. He did say ghost in the first the first one. It just slipped through. Mm. So, I know. It's okay. Yeah. I knew. They knew. Yeah. We all knew. Did they know? They knew. Well, it's just for the record, so proceed. But yeah, it took uh, Subaru dying three times to realize what the hell was going on. And um, I also want to note uh, why he didn't just beat the shit out of the three dummies after he realized what was going on because he did it so easily the second time around. Uh, One time, and then the other time he got stabbed in the back. And I'm like, really? Yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah, so, um, yeah, proceed. So, yeah, um, he's in that alley. He's, like, trying to figure out what's going on, or what, at least what he's going to do. And to deal with the three guys, he assumed when they stabbed him, they were scared of being caught by the law. So in this life, he just decides to start yelling for help. Turns out they don't give a shit about the law, and then he was freaking out and still yelling. And then my man Reinhardt showed up. Yes. Now, I don't... I didn't trust Reinhardt at first, and I still am on the fence about trusting Reinhardt. He seems too nice. Is he, though? I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah. um, But, yeah, I I did think it was funny in the beginning how, like... He calls out to Sutella, to, to and she's like, oh, whatever. And then Felt comes up, and then Snake's repentant. <laughs> so I was like, oh. And then Sutella thinks that that uh, him and Felt were in cahoots. <laughs> Amelia, so, sir. She's not Amelia yet. She's not Sutella right now either. Yeah, well, that's where she is right now. <laughs> she's not. We don't know her name. Well, it's a new he life. called her Sutella. But still, I knew it was out. I knew it was her because Felt said it was early. Yeah. Uh, so continue. Oh, um. You see, I don't write detailed enough notes, but at this point, there's like a three-way standoff, and Subaru is trying to convince Felt to give the pendant thing back and 
oh, this is after the fight too, <laughs> where um, where where felt kind of sees him and attacks on sight. Like, what are you doing in my house and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, before they even got there, yeah, she like went off on the dude. Yeah. And then like he started treating her like a kid sister, and she bit the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that they this is when they try to barter and strike a deal, but she's like, I gotta go see my my fence. So And then like after he confirms it could be possibly be worth at least twenty holy coins, he tries to like stake the deal. She's like, I don't get what game you're playing at and he's trying to convince her to like, Nah, I think this kid's okay. And she's like, Nah, he can't pull one on me. So he like fesses up and he's like he's trying to give it to the owner. Yeah. But then uh Door knocks and Fel says it's early. I guess it, it's white hair girl. Um, and she comes in, and it's just little, 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 fast forward. They're on that three way standstill. Enter what's the girl's name? Uh, the 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 bow the cra- the bow hunter. Yeah. Yeah, the bow hunter. I don't know. I think it's Elsa something. It's I'll call her bow hunter. Bow Hunter shows up and like since her name is Elsa, but I don't know her her last name. I couldn't spell it out. Gotcha. Since Satella slash Amelia was there, she just started going off on everybody, and it became a pretty pretty good fight scene, I would say. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mhm. It was just back and forth a lot until like um. Amelia's familiar category because it goes that way at five o'clock. Yeah, I also found like she didn't think it's strange when she was like, Puck, save her. Yeah, like, she didn't how, question how, it. Like, how you know Puck? How Puck you know didn't question it either. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. But you know what? Puck actually talked to him as if he kind of knew. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That might have something to do with him being a spirit. Yeah, because spirits, they can, they can, I think they can read into minds and stuff. So, he, he might have looked in and seen the different versions of events that unfolded. So, that could be it. Mm-hmm. So, Puck disappears because his time was up, but said... If you really need me, summon me. I'm going to make this work or some shit like that along the lines. Or like, as long as it's within my contract, I can help you. Yeah. But, um, they, they just tag team. Um, Subaru saved Felt. Subaru and Amelia tag team, uh, the Bow Hunter. Yeah. And then Reinhardt shows up. Yeah, because, uh, Subaru let felt escape he's like you're you're younger than me you got to get out of here so she runs and then she's running through the, the the streets and she's like I, someone help and he's like i happen to be in the area what are you doing that side of town <laughs> that's the desolate side of town well same thing <laughs> with amelia he probably got like curious amelia well, showed think, up there i think amelia went there because she knew that her pendant had to be fenced and he was the fencer at first, I thought Amelia was there because, you know, Reinhardt gave the message to her, and she was like, uh, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, um, I think she, she just, it's weird, 
because I think some things are just fated to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Especially in, in this this anime. So it probably all had to go through that way. What I think is interesting, um, little tidbit, while Reinhardt is fade, uh, fighting the Bow Hunter, Elsa, uh, Amelia is trying to heal Gramps over there, and she's like, he can't, Reinhardt can't fight to his full potential because I'm using some of the magic in the air. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, so like, you could have 10 magic users in a room. But they can only use as much magic as the space allows. Yeah, or it's, or it might just be something like the stronger mana takes over. It could be that. Yeah. Ooh, that puts that puts a magician fights at like a really like there's unless you're like evenly matched. There's no close calls. You're like fucking losing. Yeah. You're going to need some physical combat. Yeah. That's how it is. But yeah, it was it was a good fight. I I did like how he he used the club after the guy was healed. Well, back to uh, Reinhardt straight knocks her out with one one sword. And like his special sword he can't use because that sword decides when it comes out. It only comes out when it's of, of great need, so Pick he just like I'll, I'll use this random sword. Yeah, he breaks it. Yeah, knocks out the one swing. I this is where... I didn't get the special move because like it got really fucking bright. I was like, how can you see her? It's probably just like a wide area attack because he left the whole place in ruins. That's fucked up, man. That was his man. Yeah. It's a livelihood. Yeah, so. This is where we find out her real name is Amelia. And um, Elsa, she comes back and she's she's going to slice Amelia up. And Subaru comes in with the giant club and deflects it. But then... Um, I thought it was interesting how he was swinging that club around like it was light. Yeah. And then my man's still been sliced. His entrails about to come out. I thought I thought he was gonna die. <laughs> I was like, dang, he gotta do it all over again too. So 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 yeah, and then they they heal him and they find out I think Felt's go, she's gonna end up being like a long lost heir to something because she's like, You got this crest and and how are you able to get this? And he's like, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to take her with me. I can't turn a blind eye to this one thing. Oh no, no, it's not Felt. It's Okay, so do you remember what they said about that crest in the next episode? Yeah, it's it's about the um it yeah, the still in yeah, it's a special crest that gives you the whatever thing. Yeah, I think that's why he took it so seriously because of the value of the crest. But then why did ask her um why said exactly how old are you? Because that that to me, that lent like it like something or someone went missing a certain time ago, and you might fit the bill. I thought he was just confused because I thought he didn't have the whole story and thought the crest was hers at first. Yeah, I that's mean, what I thought happened, and then he realized it was stolen and mentioned the greater crime thing to not report this. 
Well, well, I thought it was more so because he's he's gonna overlook all the the other stuff. He's like, oh yeah, the fighting this. He's like, I'm off duty. It doesn't matter. But like once he was like, hey, how old are you? Um, I don't know my birthday, but I'm I'm around 15. He's like, oh, well, I can't I can't overlook this. So that's that was my rationale behind it. Well, if uh, Subaru ever gets out of his current loop, I guess we'll find out eventually. Yeah. So then, go to continue to the next episode. Okay, Subaru wakes up in a bed to two twin maids. Um, one with blue hair, that's Rem, and the other with pink hair. I don't know her name. Yeah, no, not anything about it. I didn't recall her name. Yeah. I did note that Rem calls Subaru Subaru, and the other one calls him Barusu. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. fuck is that but nonetheless he wakes up and he's recovered for his injuries i have a theory about his a little ability later on i could be wrong but we'll figure it out yeah i have something about that too yeah um we're probably we're probably thinking the same thing but uh i'll mention my theory at the end of the episode um amelia comes in and she like starts thanking him and like uh the lord we find out they go out, no, they go outside and he's stretching and she gets, he gets her to stretch with him. Puck comes out and him and Puck are bonding. Then they find out that the Lord returned to the castle and the Lord kind of looks like Hisuka, like a straight clown. I'd, I'd just go him give him Orochimaru because, uh... Orochimaru? Yeah, because he had the, the, the eyeliner that extends to his nose. <laughs> And, like, Subaru's just like, oh, you guys hire entertainment. That's awesome. He's like, actually, that's not, no, I'll introduce myself. I am the lord of this place. Yeah. So then, And like, then we find out. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, then we find out that, uh, Amelia is actually higher than the lord. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, she's a candidate for a queen. Or king. Yeah, the, 40, the 47th person or whatever. Yeah. Can we back up a little bit and talk about how Betty messed him up? <laughs> oh, Betty took fucked it, him up, yeah, bro. Took his whole mana and everything. I, do, I wonder how... Like, I know his reason. Oh, he picks the perfect door. But I wonder. I really do wonder how he knows which door she's in. I don't know. Maybe they're linked psychically. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so, like, fast forward a little bit... <clears throat> Super request to work for the the Lord to earn money. And turns out he sucks at everything. And towards the end of the He's a hard worker though. He is a hard worker. Like he, he's you know what? As cringy he is sometimes and perverted, he's a good honest guy. Yeah. And I do I do find it interesting the maids were like, oh, we can see his thoughts. We just got violated in his mind. <laughs> I was like, well, dang, that's terrible. And he, yeah, he's like, damn right, I'm violating both of you. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Like, huh. Suddenly okay. hentai. Yes. But towards the end of the episode, and um, Amelia and Subaru have this very touching, endearing moment, and she's like doing this magical shit thingy. And they set up a date to go into the 
shopping district tomorrow. And she's like, do you want me to heal your hands? Like, no, they're like proof of my hard work. And he goes to sleep in his room and wakes up in the bed he woke up in yesterday. And then he freaks out because he realized he went back in time again. Now, here is my theory, Irby. I feel like maybe he goes back 24 hours every time he doesn't end the day completely healed. Okay, I can see that. It might be a far-fetched theory, but like that's that's all I got going for me right now. Okay, so my thought process on this was I think he restarts every time he doesn't get the best ending. Oh. So, because what happened, because every time he dies, um, he went back before. And the only difference, the one time where he successfully passed on, the level was when he was able to get Reinhardt to show up and stop everybody. And then he also didn't die. And he got the um, he got the pendant back to the rifle owner, and they all came out like almost unscathed. So I think it might just be so, something where like he he has to get the best ending. Like so, maybe him the, working for the castle isn't what this world wants him to do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with it. I feel like yours might be more credible than mine's. But at the point, at that moment, that's the only thing, that's the only way I can link him going back to the past is each time he was injured or dead. Yeah. So it, it could, that could be it. Um, I'm not sure. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, does he have to get like the best ending? Because she's like, oh, why don't you ask just to be a permanent guest of the house? Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that um, theory. So, so I'm like, it could, it could be that. Because uh, I know. As a gamer, that's what I would do. Like I would, I would find out the best ending, and I would do everything that's fated for the best ending. Because like that's what it's like for Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So. Or like, was what was what's that game called? Um, Dead Space or something like that, where like you can save everyone, but you have to say the right things. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I, I feel like he has to reach. The right, the right criteria to save the day. Now, like Not I told you before, day, we like save that day. Yeah. Like I told you before, we started watching this. Like I've heard about this show, and like I could be wrong about this as well. This might not be the show I'm thinking of, but but I think there's a love triangle in ReZero, and like it doesn't fit right now. But I think Rem is the other person in this love triangle. Yeah. But I'm not sure right now, because right now it doesn't fit. Like She's a maid, her sisters are maids, they're twin maids. Um, he's all over um, Amelia. Mealy. Mealy or Leah. So, like, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I think if, if this is the anime I'm thinking of, I think that's the only thing I really know about this, is that, like, he starts over, and there's this whole love triangle thing between him, Amelia, and Rem. I don't know about that yet. Yeah, I don't know either. But I also think my man's is a spy, so... Yeah, yeah. But then they find out he's too dim-witted. Oh, shit. Be... Um, that would 
that would also be like maybe another thing like it would it would uh support your theory maybe he has to convince them he's not a spy by the end of the day it, it could be i don't know i'm only what are we only like five episodes in six yeah six wait It it would be five, um, four four. It it might be five because the first one was two was act was actually two so. Oh, yeah. Well, five shit. Yeah, five. Yeah, but um, yeah. I don't know. That's just one of the thoughts I had because I was like, huh, maybe that wasn't the best ending. Because he woke up like, what are you guys doing in here? And it was like, oh, our guest has awakened. And he's like, guess. And he looks at his hand so. Starts freaking out. Yeah, and the the reason also I think about this too is because going back in time, the the lady still helps him out. She the uh she, Amelia um helps out that little girl and then the shopkeeper's like, Oh, I'm feeling nice because some lady helped out my daughter, so I figured I'd help you out and he's like, Oh, I guess some things are fated. So it might be something where he has to find the correct fates every day in order to move on. Mm, well, it's just like, um... So, all he's really doing is figure out which route he should take. Essentially. Yeah. Like, every time he re he responds, he has, like, a tree's branches worth of pathways he can take. And, like, all the NPCs, if you will, will without interaction, follow the same paths that they do on a normal basis. And it's up to him to, like, change that course as he will. That's why I think this would be a really dope game. And I guess Tony's playing something similar to it. But not quite. Because he said, if I'm understanding correctly, Deathloop is a game where, like, you have to kill six people, but you have to do it all in the same day. And if you don't kill them on the same day, they come back to life. So you're kind of just like trying to find the right path to do what you got to do. Yeah. I don't know. But, um... Who knows? That, that last episode definitely did fuck me up a little bit. I was like, oh, shit. He went back <laughs> in time, bro. I was, so, I was ready for this date. Me too. I was ready for it. I was like, oh, he's getting ready to go on the outing. Yeah. Uh, I thought going back in time was over. I was like, my man ain't die. <laughs> Just continue. Okay, buddy, let's go. Oh, my God. All right, Irby, any um, final things you want to say? No, I'm good for this week. All right, guys. That was Herbal Synergy. I-R-B-A-L-S-I-N-E-R-G-Y. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, you know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe, share us, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.